Kids, you are dismissed to Children's Church. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to read verses 10 to 17 here in a moment. Next week we'll start the book of Colossians. I just, coming back from vacation, had a had very short amount of time to get ready. And as you heard, sickness visited our household, so this is plan B. <laughs> but all scripture is useful, so as we're going to see. And so it's just helpful to meditate as we look at 2020 of what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus who actually believes that this is true. And, and this is... What kind of attitude should we have about scripture and, and discipleship and following Jesus together? Timothy helps us think about these things. So let's read it. We'll read God's word and we will pray and talk about it. And, and then we'll come and taste the goodness of our God at the table. This is God's word. It says, you, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will go from bad to worse deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And this is God's word. He has spoken to us today. Let's, let's pray. Our Father and God, we thank you for your abundant grace that you have poured out on us. We thank you for the assurance that your mercies are new every morning. And so we ask now that your spirit would not only teach us what is true to teach us good doctrine, but also train us in righteousness. So our character and our works would reflect the goodness of our Savior Jesus. So use our time together to change us with the power of the gospel, the power of your presence, the power of your words that are profitable to change us. And may your spirit do his will among us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me start with this question. What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> or who do you want to be who do you want to be like when you grow up? Who are, who are you looking up to? Who are you admiring? Who are you following closely on Twitter, on Instagram? Hopefully in real life, you have real life people you're looking up, looking up to. Uh, desiring to see what they see, desiring to be what they are, desiring to love what they love. Right? Who are your heroes, so to speak? I mean, I'm hoping you're not going to say Kardashian. <laughs> As a Christian, right, this is, the, this is where we're at. This is what, what 
Timothy is looking at, at Paul, he's, he's looking at Paul and saying, this is somebody I want to be. I want to be like when I grow up. He is somebody I want to imitate, somebody that I want to be taught by. Right? Timothy has that humility. It's coming from Paul to Timothy to, to do that, but Timothy has given Paul the permission to do that. And so, as we jump into this this morning, <laughs> the, the beauty of this passage that I hope you see, um, it's, it's Paul's intense love, intense love for Timothy. And combined with Timothy's willingness and desire to be intentionally and intimately desire, uh, discipled, to be taught, to be trained the ways of Jesus, to be known, right? to, to see the beauty of, of Paul and Timothy's gospel friendship, that, they, that neither one of them followed Jesus alone. Right? So I think if you were to ask Timothy, who do you want to be like when you grow up? He's going to say Paul. He's somebody to learn from, somebody to imitate, somebody to, to stare at intensely and say, I want to be like that guy. I want to see Jesus like he sees Jesus. I want to preach Jesus like he preaches Jesus. I want to know the gospel as he knows the gospel. Because right? Timothy sees Paul, as we looked at verse 10, as a man who loves intensely, the pastor. Galatians would describe Paul's love for, for the church with like a mama bear type intensity a maternal instinct. He loves people. Uh, Timothy would see Paul as a pastor who suffers for Jesus but doesn't tap out when it gets hard. Paul is a man who has this intense, he's intense, <laughs> right? He has an intense laser focus on all things gospel related. I mean, think about Paul in Philippians who would say, I want to know Jesus and I want to share in the fellowship of his suffering so that in any means possible I might attain the resurrection from the dead. I'm willing to suffer for Jesus in order that I might be like Jesus. That's intense. Right. Timothy has seen Paul's conduct, that he's someone that even behind closed doors, he's, he's, there's an integrity there. Right. His conduct is admirable. Paul's not a jerk behind closed doors. We saw that in the last year. <laughs> How many leaders have come out to not be who they pretended to be in public? Right, so, so as I'm hopefully sparking your imagination, I'm hoping this just draws you in and say, I want somebody, another Christian, to come alongside of me who's a little bit further ahead, who knows Jesus a little bit better than I do because they've been walking with him longer. But I want to have a gospel friendship to teach me the scriptures. Uh, so that I might teach others, because that's the goal. We're going to get to know Paul more as we study Colossians, but that's really what we're stepping into, is, is the middle of this letter from Paul to Timothy, a conversation between two pastors, someone older and younger, some, these two guys who are close friends in Jesus. And Paul is writing Timothy at the end of his life to encourage Timothy to believe what he has been gifted so that to, know, to believe the gospel so that he might teach it to others, to mold Timothy, really, into a man that others want to be when they grow up. <laughs> if we could put it that way. Say, I want to teach Timothy to be a pastor that other people want to learn from. And so as we start 2020 and, and we look at this passage, right, we're asking that question, what do you want to aim at? According to 2 Timothy 
chapter 3, it's, it's really about who are you aiming at? Who are you learning? Who are you desiring to learn the gospel from? And, and, and don't plan to do that alone as you look at the scriptures. And, and this is going to help us do that. Right? So on, let's start with the first point here. Who are we aiming at? What are we aiming at? What is, what is Paul telling Timothy to do and then in turn telling us to do and learn from? The first thing is, is really simple. Timothy, I want you to continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you've been acquainted with these sacred writings and they're able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Right, continue to trust the gospel. That's, that's Paul's first exhortation to another pastor, to a church planner, to somebody who seemingly is, you know, he's, he's at least got it together. <laughs> Paul starts to, with Timothy and says, I want you to hold firm to everything you have been taught thus far. And everything Timothy has been taught thus far is to 